Welcome back to WKNC 88.1 FM HD1 Raleigh. I'm Her Majesty, joined today by my lovely co-host. Uh, Whippopotamus. And three bears in a coat. Today we are with Southeastern Kentucky shoegaze grunge outfit Kanashi. Boys, how about you introduce yourselves? I'm Sammy Clifford. I play lead guitar and sing. Uh, I'm Smitty. Uh, I play uh, bass guitar. How would you guys explain Kanashi to first-time listeners of the band? Uh, so if they're not like really well versed in shoegaze or anything like that, typically I'll always say like, you know, it's like Deftones meets The Cure or something like that, you know, um, we're just, uh, making a bunch of weird noises with a bunch of pedals and having a good time. So, oh yeah. Awesome. Um, what was it like you guys, I saw you guys getting on some shoegaze, some shoegaze radars and stuff. So what was it like kind of hearing yourselves on the radio for the first time? Man. <laughs> uh we were all just kind of freaking out about it to be honest man it's uh it uh it was really surreal wasn't it yeah we uh we just kind of spazzed out high-fiving each other in a room by you know by ourselves yeah. it's it so sweet. exciting that's sweet um so you you mentioned that you were previously i saw that you were in a metalcore band what kind of brought the the shift aesthetically from metalcore to a more shoegaze and focus? It's a great question, man. So, uh, I, I did metalcore for like twelve years. You know, I was in this band and uh, we had done a little touring and signed with the label and everything. And then it just, I guess, it got stale for me because I like, I haven't listened to metalcore like daily since I was like seventeen, hmm. right? So, like, I've been listening to, like, Shoegaze and, like, My Bloody Valentine, stuff like that since, since like, I was, like, in my early 20s and I've wanted to do this kind of project. I just could never find the right people for it. And now we have them, so it's just, like, this kind of a dream come true, you know? Nice. That's awesome. Um, so, I saw that you're, you're from Livingston. Yeah. Uh, where are you from, Smitty? Uh, I'm from Corbin. Okay. A little town on the uh, southern border of Kentucky. Where KFC comes from? Oh, yeah. okay. <laughs> that that I actually do have a question about that later. Yeah, sure. Alrighty. Yeah. <laughs> Don't worry. It's not. It's not completely unfounded. I, <laughs> my family's from Lexington. So. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you guys, you guys are on the Eternal Sorrow tour right now. But um, how are you guys normally driving a lot for gigs? Yeah, man. Just we just hop in a vehicle and go. Is it the truck that's outside or? Is yeah. It, okay. Yeah, what are you guys what are you guys listening to when you guys are all together? Oh, uh <laughs> so you know, our drummer's really into like Motley Crue and stuff. He's a little older than us. So he's always just jamming Motley Crue and then like when I'm driving, like and they're all sleeping, I'm listening to like Phoebe Bridgers and like just like really chill stuff. Yeah. You know? Um it's it's interesting. Just whatever, you know, whatever we want to jam out to. Yeah, however it's feeling. Um what is y'all's recording process like? So we've been working with this guy named Wasim Bazi. He's out of Cincinnati. Dude is um, just a master at his craft. Absolutely phenomenal. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we'll um, we just go up there and I'll I'll be like, dude, I wrote these like five songs. What can we do with these? And he'll be like, I like this, but I don't like this. And then he'll like push me to write something better. Oh, okay. you know, okay, which is cool. So like, it's kind of this uh, really cohesive relationship where we're just creating more stuff all the time is he is he like chopping it up into bits and pieces or like of each song to kind of figure out stuff sort of it's like 
you know, I'll come with the, the, the bones of a song and I'll have my all my lyrics and vocal melodies written. And then he'll be like, man, you know, you've got a great song, but it's seven minutes long. How about we cut it down to four, <laughs> you know, <laughs> stuff like that. Okay, so are you guys... Are you guys kind of playing like matching where you guys will jam on a track and then be like, oh, I think these lyrics will work with this? Or how does, how does that normally come together? So this is going to sound weird, <laughs> but for me, man, like I'll, I'll write like a general idea. Um, I'll just, for me, it's like whatever I'm feeling in the moment, you know, like I'll write about that emotion or um, maybe a past trauma, something such as that, and I'll put that that in negative energy into something positive and mm. write that, you know, and it, it helps me deal with that kind yeah. of stuff. So. That's beautiful. Yeah. Thanks. So are you, are you doing that like on an acoustic guitar? Um, sometimes man, sometimes I'll, uh, write our song acoustic and then transpose it into something electric. But a lot of the time we're just all in a room together and we just jam and it just comes out, man. It's just magic. Yeah. 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 Cause that's something that's always really interesting to me is cause I know kind of the lead songwriter always, he knows what, you know what you want in your head, mm-hmm. but kind of how you convey that to the full instrumentation of it. Yeah. Really interesting. Um, what was it like playing Skullfest with a whole bunch of, like, peer bands, especially, like, Ask Something Back after COVID? So <laughs> that was a cool show, man. We played in a wrestling ring. Oh. It was rad. Yeah. You know, there was all these wrestlers just, like, pile driving oh, each other. Oh, okay. <laughs> it was sick. Um yeah. That was like our first like real show back, and uh, I have to say it, it felt great. You know, um, when last night we played, and I mean, we just we love being able to do that. So awesome. Um, do you interact with a lot of the other bands that are similar to you, or are they are they similar, or are they just kind of mm, localish? So uh, there's not really a grunge shoegaze. There's not definitely not a shoegaze scene in Kentucky at mm-hmm. all. Everyone's either like Hank Williams Jr. Mm-hmm. or like Pantera, you know. It's like that's the vibes, you know. Yeah. Like a lot of hardcore bands, a few metalcore bands. Yeah, but there's not really a lot of uh, on the chiller side of things, you know. Okay. Yeah. So, like, I mean, obviously, Kentucky's really known for their for their bluegrass. Yeah. Um, and I assume y'all were raised around it. Have did you guys just kind of forsaken that, or has that influenced you in any way? Dude, I'll be honest. This is gonna sound terrible, but with just the way I grew up, I didn't even really get to listen to music like by choice, really, until I was like fourteen. So like, I didn't even understand that I even liked music until I was like a teenager, you know. And then I got super into. It. I just became obsessed with it. You know, it was yeah. cool. Were there like were there like local things going on, or would you say you were raised more by like pop culture and music culture in that um, sense? MySpace, dude. Uh, MySpace. Like, yeah, like like two thousand eight MySpace yeah. when I was in high school. You know. Okay. Yeah, just finding all the bands on there and stuff. Yeah, that was a huge one. Like I was really into like Circus Survive and stuff like yeah. that. Man, it's like one of my favorite bands on the planet, and uh, that really inspired me to get into writing and Nirvana and stuff like that. So. Yeah, I saw that you said that you know. Or you had learned at some point at least every Nirvana song. Is yeah. that true? Yeah, oh, dude. Okay. Every yeah. single one. I could play That's every cool. Nirvana song in their entire discography. Wow. Yeah. Dang. <laughs> okay. So like that. would you guys would you guys add a Nirvana cover to your set and kind of kenoshify it? Or is there another maybe artist that you would want to incorporate? Well, we actually have like three Nirvana covers in our repertoire. We just 
don't always play them live. Yeah. But like if we need an extra little bit of time, we'll do it, you know. But uh, we kind of make it our own, add some like reverb and, yeah. you know, lots of shoegaze guitars in there. And it, it's cool, you know, it sounds awesome. Yeah, that sounds incredible. Kind of space it all out. Yeah. Um, you said that you had previously lived in L.A. for a little bit. What yeah. kind of brought you out there after high school and where? What well, What was that journey like? Well, I uh, I grew up around some uh, not-so-great people, you know, and uh, to get away from, like, uh, some of the uh, certain things that were going on mm-hmm. in my home, mm-hmm. I kind of lived in my car and, like, went out to L.A. Yeah. for three years. Wow. I was homeless out there. Uh, and yeah. just played acoustic guitar, and that's how I, like, survived, man. Like, I would, like, play every day until I could eat something or get a hotel or whatever, you know, or sleep in my car. So that was the that was the vibe at the time, man, you know, just to survive through music. And yeah. I did for three years, man. That's and so cool. uh, Yeah. You went, you went on a journey. Yeah, <laughs> for sure, man. It was an adventure. Yeah. So what, what brought you back? You know, I... Uh, LA's not that great of a place, my dude. <laughs> like, that's what I hear. That's what I hear. I, I believe it. Yeah. It's a it's a rough place, really? man. And it's expensive. Yeah. Like like an apartment's like two grand, you know, for one right. bedroom. Like I ain't trying to live like that, you know. Traffic. Yeah, and traffic's the worst, bro. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So So I saw you guys have sort of like practiced and played it white rabbit records and i saw that you guys had the sticker for it out back yeah the truck. so is that would you guys almost call that like a home base or how local is that to y'all so that was in corbin we used to, we practiced there a lot and we love the the owner zach he's a great dude um he's the homie you know um we uh it was kind of like our home base for a long time until you know we decided to start practicing in our own houses and things like that and uh man that that's just it's a lovely place they have some of the best records and stuff like it's a, it's just a cool place nice so was there a moment when you realized like you kind of mentioned that like, you like realized oh like i can listen to music for myself now like was was there a mo- was there like kind of a moment or like a band that you were that either of you guys remember where you were like oh like i don't like like top forty or bluegrass, like I'm into this, like other other avenue. Um, honestly, the first band for me was uh the Offspring. I heard them when I was like twelve, mm. thirteen years old, just watching videos on YouTube, and just something about it that stuck out to me. That was the first time I really actually noticed music as more than just something in the background. And uh, for me, man, I uh, there's two moments for me, right? I had, uh, my aunt had a couple old CDs, and this is like when I'm like 14, discovering music really for the first time, mm-hmm. and yeah. uh, it's it's so lame sounding, but uh, I found this ACDC CD, and there was a song called Let There Be yeah. Rock, it just had this ripping guitar solo, and I was like, what is that, dude? Like, I want to do that, and then I really got into, I heard Nirvana's Nevermind for the oh, first time, and I was like, it's over. That's the <laughs> sickest thing I've ever heard. I was like, I relate to this, bro. Like, I'm trying to do that, so... All right, you're listening to WKNC 88.1 FM HD1 Raleigh. We are here interviewing Kanashi, and here is one of their tracks, Shinigami, off their new EP.
You're listening to WKNC 88.1 FM HD1 Raleigh. That was Shinigami from Kanashi's new EP. I'm Her Majesty, and I'm joined with my co-host. Whipopotamus. And Three Bears in a Coat. And we are here with Kanashi, the shoegaze grunge outfit. Uh, I was talking to you guys just before we started recording. Um, and I was when I was doing my research, you guys came here from Ohio yesterday? Yeah. <laughs> that is, how long of a drive was that for you? So for us, like with stops and everything, it was like 10, 10 and a half hours. And we haven't been to bed yet, man. We're just like, <laughs> just like, yeah, I'm, I'm dead inside. Now, we appreciate you coming, especially on such yeah. short notice, because we've only got two of you, because I think the other two members you told me were are just oh, passed dude. out. As soon as we got back like to the hotel and checked in in Chapel Hill, <laughs> dudes yeah. just dropped. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> it was great. Absolutely. When did you get on the road then? Uh, we played we played our show our set and everything, man, and uh, and then we left out like 10 p.m. Wow, that is amazing. Again, I appreciate you then making that crazy drive here. Uh, is this the first time you guys have toured like this? With with this project for me, absolutely. This is actually Smitty here and like everyone else in the band's first tour ever. Yeah. So oh, wow, okay. this is actually something I've been wanting to do since I was like 12 years old right. when I first started playing guitar. <laughs> yeah. yeah, living on the road. Yeah, what shows. Is, as a new touring musician, what has that been like for you? It's uh, very exciting. Yeah. Of course, it's got its stresses and such, but I think yeah. it's very much worthwhile. Would you say it's exhausting? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I do think it's worthwhile, and really, the way I've been seeing it, as long as this all goes well, which I think it is going well, everything's gravy from here on out for yeah. me. Would you rate the exhaustion on a scale of 1 to 10? Dude, I'm always exhausted. Yeah. So it's like, yeah. I have sleep apnea, dude. So oh, like, I'm always oh, wow. tired. So you know what? It's a lifestyle. This is like a 5 for me, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I'm honestly lost concept of numbers at this point. This, look, do you see the eyes? Like, they're so oh, bloodshot yeah. from being sleepy. Like, <laughs> Hey, I get it. I get it. You gotta... For the listeners, um, Smitty's eyes are almost closed. Just <laughs> while he's trying to exist. <laughs> no, it's we appreciate it. So after after you play at the local five oh six tomorrow, you're headed down to Florida. Yeah. How did you manage to get such a wide range of places to play at for this tour? Man, I've been in the industry for like eleven years, twelve years, something like that. And yeah. uh I've played all over, so yeah. I've got a lot of homies in different places, you know, different area codes. <laughs> yeah. So uh we're just uh we're just rolling through, man, while we can, you know? Absolutely. Absolutely. No, that'll be a good time. I've looked at the venue for a little bit in Florida, and, I, well, you guys would definitely be able to speak more to it. It looks pretty nice. So. Yeah, yeah. Kind of jealous. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, so uh, what led you to calling this the Eternal Sorrow Tour? Because the music's real sad. Okay. Sure, sure. <laughs> and is that tied into your band name and your band name origin at all? Or? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Kanashi, like, uh, so I've been studying Japanese for the last, like, two and a half years, because, uh, I'm going to Japan, like, next year. Uh, That's awesome. So, like, for me, I've always been really into Japanese culture, and, uh, just something that's really important to me. So, like, Kanashi just means, like, sad, sorrowful, you know, it's kind of, uh, just like this sorrowful being, kind of. And music for us is kind of like a therapy, this like cathartic release. So it's uh, turning this negativity into something beautiful, essentially. Therapy. Yeah, Absolutely. it's therapy, dude. <laughs> no, it's phenomenal. Music has that, that great power, especially if you use it that way. Yeah, yeah that's, that's, that's the goal, amazing. man. Yeah, I I hate to take this question from the two of you, but uh, I have to know. I watched the Ego Death video, music yeah. video. 
And that was one of the wildest music videos I've ever seen. <laughs> um, I don't know how to even ask a question about it, but what was that creation process like? So, <laughs> so uh, it's a very psychedelic video. Yeah. You yes, know? yeah. That's about ego death. You know, yeah, I wrote that song about an ego death, you know, and yeah. uh, it was, um, I was like, man, I got to make this like the trippiest video we can. Yeah. And I was like, we want to make it a little goofy too, because like I'm a huge like Nirvana Foo Fighters fan. Yeah. And uh, a lot of their music videos are kind of silly too. So like we had these like Scooby Doo chase scenes mixed with like all the <laughs> like trippy stuff. So it, it's pretty cool. Like it just turned out good. I, yeah. I write and direct all of our videos. Oh, wow. As well, that's awesome. So. It's pretty fun, man. Yeah, no, it ended up it ended up looking great. I really, I really thoroughly enjoyed watching it, and I think after I stopped watching it or when it ended, I think I waited probably a minute or two before I was like, okay, now I can go do something else. Yeah. I was just like latently processing it. Yeah, it, <laughs> it was. It took a minute to wash over for sure. <laughs> Good man. Uh, Where did y'all shoot that video? That was actually at White Rabbit Records. We we went we were there um, and we were like, hey Zach, man. Can we use all your cool lights and stuff? And, <laughs> yeah. You know, this cool alleys, man. Let's let's do it. So it's in Corbin, Kentucky, like three miles from the original KFC. Do you guys know the eleven secret herbs and spices? Listen, man, <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's that's just like some kind of fake thing, and they just put salt and pepper on it, bro. Like I don't know, like. Hold on. Since we're talking about chicken, have y'all had Bojangles though? Bro, yeah. Okay, okay. Bojangles yeah. over KFC and Y'all thank, thank you, thank yeah, you. Absolutely. <laughs> Y'all ever had In N Out, bro? That's some West Coast stuff yeah, right yeah, there. Yeah. I ain't never been over there to have it. You got to, dude. Yeah, that like I was in LA three years, bro. In N Out was like my spot. Like <laughs> yeah. uh, I hear a lot about it. Just kill it, bro. Hey, we got cook out here. I'm good enough with yeah. that. I know, yeah. dude. You know what? I'm obsessed with cheer wine, dude. <laughs> yeah. We don't have that in Kentucky. So really? Yeah, every yeah, time I come great. here, I'm like I have to buy like five cases. It's of so good, yeah. Y'all have <laughs> L8 though. We have L8, dude. L8 compared to Cheerwine is garbage, dude. Okay, Cheerwine <laughs> is the superior Amazing. drink, bro. Like our record label gave us Cheerwine when we signed the contract because he, he, like, I was like, dude, please, like, where can I get it? And he was like, I got you. So, oh my god, that's dope. phenomenal. It is a I, lifestyle. Yeah, <laughs> I love Cheerwine, but I will fight you for or uh, dissing L8. Man, we'll, Ooh, whatever. We'll, we'll go after this dude we'll get it so yeah, you, you can find just... that on the WKNC YouTube channel there you go <laughs> yeah yeah you guys yeah. just actually talked about uh, Cardigan Records which you guys joined what would have been a few months ago yeah even what was that process like for you man it was awesome um, our, the Shane the guy that, that runs Cardigan he is an absolute angel and a saint like the dude's awesome to us he's been really good to us and uh he's just um really helped us along the way creatively and everything so we we love that guy we love cardigan records and they're good to us so yeah. nice you said you had homies all over so how did you so how do you get to them in durham oh um dude shane's my only homie in durham bro <laughs> i had a buddy that lived in salisbury north carolina okay. for a while the home of cheerwine yeah is that the home? Yes. What? They have a Cheerwine <laughs> Festival. Oh, the, really? The third week of May. I was wow. there in like 2012. I had no idea what Cheerwine was at that time, bro. I wish I did, though. So good. <laughs> you should do a set for the festival. 
I'm down. <laughs> Cheer wine, let's collab, bro. Let's yeah, let's let's do yeah, this. Hey. Like hit me up. Um Oh yeah, I wanted to ask you uh since you want to go to Japan, what uh what are some things that you're looking forward to doing in Japan or seeing? So, I want to go to like some of the old temples and things like yeah, that. Right. Uh I want to see a lot of the like I'm really into like samurais and stuff, dude. Yeah, I, 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 like I love the history behind okay. it, and uh, so I want to go see some of like the old artifacts and right. uh, like the real swords and stuff yeah. like that. Um, I've heard, I hear there's like a life-size Gundam in Tokyo somewhere. Oh, okay. No, yeah, like, I think I saw that with Olympic coverage. Yeah, it's massive. So I'm like, I'm trying to go see that. Like, right. yeah, you know, for sure. It's just a cool place, man. Like. I mean, and I'm trying. I ain't gonna lie, dude. I'm trying to see that Pokemon Center too. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah. Oh, I do. Yeah. I really do. I'm trying to hit that. Up. I'm all about that. Yeah, dude. <laughs> um, yeah, I really love Japan too. That's definitely one of my goals. Um, I definitely want to try the food there. Oh, dude, Sushi's yeah. like my favorite. Hibachi, sake, you yeah. know, all of that. Oh, dude, sake. <laughs> I, I have sake before every show, yeah. dude. Like, oh, seriously. for real? Yeah. Okay. I go pick it up. <laughs> yeah. and I'm just like, love it. Yeah. So you, you really love the culture then. I do, man. I feel that. I do. So are you an anime? Dude, of Obviously, course. Right? <laughs> of course, bro. You know. Uh, what's your favorite anime? Uh, Hunter Hunter. Hunter Classic. x Hunter, bro? Yeah. yeah, yeah you dude. already know. You already know. I just finished the like sixth season. Yeah. It's, it's oh, sick. you just finished it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I'll uh, have to go with the original Dragon Ball. Of oh, course, yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah. That's Classic. legendary, bro. Like, <laughs> yeah. of course, I, I've been like keeping up with Super and all that stuff too. Um Man, I, I'm a huge Naruto fan, of course. Okay. You yeah. know, um, dude, that that's I've been watching it since I was like a child, so yeah. like I had to stick with it. I can't get into One Piece though, bro. It's too long. Yeah, it's so long. that's how I feel it's about so all the the originals. Honestly, I've, I've dabbled in all of them, but I could yeah. never, you know, go all the way in. The <laughs> the scoring for original Dragon Ball is so good, but it's so hard to find the OST for it. Yeah. Yeah, the original soundtrack, bro. Yeah. Oh yeah. And the Z soundtrack, <laughs> the OG one, dude, was killer, especially yeah. cell games. Oh yeah. man, man, could have hella samples off of that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, another one, uh, Jujutsu Kaisen. It's on HBO Max. Yeah. That that one's been hitting lately. I'll yeah. check that out. Yeah. And uh, one other one. Dang, it's not coming to me. I have to get back to you on it. Yeah, it's, dude. It's pretty wild, though. <laughs> I have to check it. Dude, I, I'm, I'm always down for anime. Uh, yeah. Refer, you know, just let me know what you got. I'll check yeah. it out. <laughs> yeah, I dove in recently and, like, spent all my time on anime for, like, a section of my life. So I had to move on. But <laughs> <laughs> uh, A little bit back to music. You yeah. said you had been doing this for 12 years. Yeah. Or just about. Um, What were your first gigs like? So the first gigs in my old metalcore band, like, we're just like these small venues in Danville called okay. Massey's. Um, every now and again, they'd have a big band come out, and like we'd play to like a sold out show, and it'd be sick. Um, outside of that, though, it's like it was usually like maybe ten to fifteen people. You know, um, it was a great start. You know, for us, it's where kind of where we cut our teeth back then, mm-hmm. and uh, it's where I learned like a lot of my stage moves. Right, yeah. like like uh, last night, I used one of my old metal stage moves because like. Like, we're shoegaze grunge, and, like, we're playing with these hardcore bands last night, so they're way heavier than us. So, like, I took my guitar off my head, dude, and I was spinning it around, like, punching cymbals and stuff, dude. <laughs> but, like, just these, cr- these crazy effects going on, and people were like, whoa! Like, it was awesome. So Yeah. yeah. It's cool. So is there is there more of a scene in Danville, or is it, like, mostly supported by Center? Or Dude, no. The Kentucky scene is, like, right now, especially with everything going on, like, Man, it's like 
dry. Like there's yeah. nothing. Wow. Yeah. So how, uh, did, how did y'all break out then? Uh, so, you know, I'm a bit handy with a computer. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Internet, right? <laughs> yeah. Internet's great, man. Yeah. Um, like Livingston where I grew up and where the band started, we played in like a shack, like a quarter of the size of this room. Like we were like <laughs> scrunched up together and I'm just playing these riffs yes. and screaming yes, and stuff, you know? So like, yeah, like we didn't have any kind of scene. It was like a logging town. Wow. Y'all are still getting it though. Yeah, man. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. I'd, you mentioned like finding the right people for the band. How do you find Smitty and Eric? Oh man. Okay. Yeah. Can I talk about alcohol on the radio? Is that a... Okay. Sweet. Yeah, cool. So <laughs> uh my old band, the band I was talking about, um, I played a show called Mountains of Metal Fest and Smitty was there. That's where I first met Smitty. And um I had this habit back then. Well, I, I like tequila. Mm-hmm. And uh, oh, so yeah. I'm running around pouring a half gallon of tequila <laughs> that down people's throats. I'm like, yeah, yeah. man, get some. Yeah. Like, you know, and uh, the people. I got I got Smitty. <laughs> yeah. You know, this is pre COVID where we could drink after each yeah. other, you know. And uh, <laughs> Smitty got lit. Yeah. I, I saw Smitty play some guitar and I was like, you know what? You should play bass yeah. <laughs> for us. So. Put one and one together. Yeah. <laughs> it was awesome, man. Yeah, that's dope. It was a really good time. I remember that day very fond. <laughs> Glad you remember it. Yeah, right. <laughs> How did you find Eric? Eric, internet. Okay. You know, Facebook, man. I posted. Oh, I was yeah. like, yo, we need a drummer. <laughs> we got some cool stuff. Like, And he hit me up, and uh, he's been a great fit. He's a good dude and a uh, great drummer. Yeah. That's cool. You guys, you've been, I mean, with playing for a while. Do you have any, like, past projects or like a lot in the back catalog that you kind of want to bring forward with Kanashi? Uh, dude, I'm trying. Uh, I hate to toot my own horn, but I try to be pretty prolific. Like yeah. right now I'm sitting on a little electronic EP I've done. I have Ooh. an emo trap EP I've finished. Ooh, yeah. I uh, have two acoustic albums I've recorded, you know, Maybe I'm always that. writing, dude. Like that's all I do in my yeah. life. Like that's all I do, you know? And, uh, so like right now we've, um, we've got, a few months to finish our record and uh i've already we've already written the whole thing we just have to yes, kind of pump it out man so <laughs> you guys been practicing it or? oh of course yeah awesome the shows we're playing right now we gotta we're slipping in a couple extra okay. like un like wow un- un- <laughs> yeah man you gotta keep going dude yeah is that is obviously the the album release is the, is the next thing in the pipeline and then currently in sight is finishing the tour what is kind of the vision going forward with kanashi well, you know, for me, man, I'll be honest, it's it's not about money or anything like that. It's more about that kind of catharsis, like release mm-hmm. and uh, creating something meaningful. Yeah. And uh, if, if like, you know, every now and again, like we'll play a show and somebody will message me on Facebook, like, dude, yeah. like I cried during your set. That song yeah. really touched me, man. So like, that's what it's about for me, you know, mm-hmm. just having someone relate to music the way I relate to m- music, you know. So, uh, but as far as like future plans, we're ready to just play as many shows as we can and make make cool music together, you know, with my friends. So it's kind of where we're at, you know. Yeah, that's awesome. Thanks, man. Smitty, how long have you been playing music? Um, I have been playing for, I've been playing guitar for nine years now, bass for eight. Okay. Yeah. Um, I just started out playing a bunch of like uh punk stuff, a lot of just edgy emo kind of stuff a person might get into it around that age and uh just over the years i started getting into some weirder and weirder stuff and i think a big part of that lens how i managed to meet sammy yeah 
Awesome. Um, what role does everybody play in the band while recording? Because obviously you come in with sound, Sam. You come in with songs. Yeah. Um, but then how does how's everybody kind of play into the dynamic of the band? So I come in with, like, the bare bones. Like, I'm like, okay, this is the chord progression. I've got, lay, like, trippy layers ready, like shoegaze leads. And then Smitty just lays down a bass line, and Eric comes in with the drums, and we've got that. We'll improvise a song at home a few times, then we'll hit the studio and just kind of work through it. We'll work through it for like a month, take it in, and get it as tight as possible, and then we usually have a song, you know? Awesome. All right, we're going to take a quick break from the interview with Kanashi. This is Ego Death by Kanashi.
Welcome back to WKNC 88.1 FM HD1 Raleigh. I'm Her Majesty, and I'm joined by... Whippopotamus. And Three Bears on a Coat. Sammy Clifford from Kanashi. Smitty from Kanashi. You guys are playing a, a show tomorrow. Can you guys tell me more about that? So, um, Cardigan Records is having an eighth anniversary show, and it's going to be at the local 506. It's going to be a killer time, you know? Um, we'd love to see some people come out. Awesome. Um, this is just more of a fun question, but um, from the from the 96 color pack of Crayola crayons, Yeah. what is your favorite color? <laughs> oh, dude. Indigo, bro. Oh, okay. yeah. That's, that's a nice cool one. I like that. What about you? I was actually going to say Indigo, too. Then I'll go with Teal, dog. You know, uh, yeah, Teal's okay. dope, too. Yeah, fair. Ah, man. That means it's going to come to me. Magenta. That's the color, right? Yes. Ooh, <laughs> I like magenta. I got to go with Teal, too. I'm with Smitty on this one. <laughs> I, I, I'm a big cornflower blue man. <laughs> that's, that's good. <laughs> uh, what are some things that we even touched on today that you want the listeners to know, either about Kanashi about whatever it's a great question you know um you know um if you enjoyed our songs feel free to check us out or something you know um we're just uh making music and having a good time and we hope that you guys do too and you if you listen to us so yeah where can they where can they find you on social media um so we're on facebook twitter instagram it's just uh it's usually just under kanashi band okay and that's K-A-N-A-S-H-I-I, Kanashi. Yes, that's absolutely correct. You can see Kanashi live tomorrow, Friday, August 13th, at the local 504. Doors open at 7. Show starts at 8, along with In Serenade, The Second After, and Through the Tall Woods. I'm Her Majesty. Whippopotamus. And Three Bears in a Coat. The band is Kanashi, and this has been an interview.